Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to read this out. Hi, Niall. I listen to your show every day and it keeps me sane during this tough time. Last week, as you know, the government brought in new rules that over 70s must stay at home. I'm 76 and I feel perfectly healthy for my age. My wife died four years ago and I live on my own. I have two children who both live abroad and are in lockdown in their own countries currently at the moment. I still go out to the shops and go for a walk every single day. And yesterday I was approached by a guard at a checkpoint whilst in my car. He asked me my age and I told him and he told me to go home and said that I shouldn't be out. No person is going to tell me to stay at home at this stage of my life. I am no risk to anybody but myself. So why am I being forced to stay at home? I can tell you, I am not staying at home. And I told the guard as much. I don't think I'm being selfish. I understand the advice given to elderly people, but I don't think it should be forced upon us. I feel that it's it's ageist and discriminates against me as a senior citizen. Can you please talk about it in your show and how it's affecting our healthy senior citizens like me out there? Well, it's an interesting message, and I kind of get the point he's making, but that's the rules, there's the rules. So what do you think of the person's situation? Do you think he is being selfish by continuing to go to the shops, continuing to go for a walk, continuing to go out and about in his car? Or can you understand why he feels like that? Do you think it is selfish of society to expect older people to be treated differently, I suppose, in somewhat in this time, and telling them to cocoon? Because the rules basically say at the moment that old people or people over the age of 70, are not to leave their homes. You're not to leave your house. Get somebody to do your shopping, call uh, one of the organisations to deliver, you know, water or uh, groceries to you, but you're not to leave your house. That's the rules at the moment. But he said, I'm not abiding by the rules. It's discriminating against, against me. I'm an older person. I'm perfectly healthy and I'm of no risk to anybody but myself. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 8 Let me go to Joan. Joan, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Joan? Hello, Niall. I'm alive and well. I'm and glad to hear that. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm as good as anybody in the age of 30. Fit as a fiddle. Okay, for people who don't know, Joan, because you've been on the show many times, but a lot of people don't know your age. And I, yeah. I, I know you're not behind the door by telling us how old you are. Sure, I don't care what age I am. I feel only 40. How old, how old are you? I'm 81. 81. Lovely. Well done. Super. I'm good at lifts. I'm 120. Yeah, and you're running marathons and all sorts of carry on. Now... I am. I'm delighted to know that the wedding, unfortunately, of my beloved daughter that I had to put off or that she had to put off is being replaced, hopefully, in the autumn. So I rang up the mini marathon. I dared to write to them and say, please do not have the mini marathon postponed to the date of my daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> and I got a lovely, lovely... I won a 40,000 saying that, but the money, of course, for the charities is vital. How many, and how, I, many, how many marathons have you run now? I have run, um, this will be my 38 since 1983 when it all started, and I haven't missed one. And even though I would find it difficult, I'd have to get a helicopter from where she's having the wedding to do it. Of course, the wedding comes first, but they've now told me, no, Joan, it's not going to clash. Right, okay, so you can have the wedding and the marathon. Now, Joe, yep. last Friday, I'm yep. sure you weren't too pleased to hear on T-Shop no, say no. that you and your ilk... <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, my well, healthy ilk, my healthy, healthy ilk. ilk. Yes. You have to cocoon. 
we have to conclude what a lovely word as Mary Rose it's a nice said, word isn't it yes she thought that that was putting lovely warm it, it, it kind of means house arrest really exactly yeah, and yeah. your husband coming in and he kissing you and bringing you coffee and tea it is home arrest I'm going to be fair because I I say a little prayer every night for all of those who have got it and I say another prayer that I won't get it now there are a category of people left out I love life Nile. Uh, I love people. I'm healthy. Thank you, God. I'm normal intelligence. Thank you, God. I obey all the rules. My duty. But the over 70s and 80s who are healthy and fit as other younger people are also intelligent that they do walk at the required distance. But to give you an example, there's a field down the road for me with only a cow to talk to. (laughs) He can't talk to me. Did you go to the field? I'm not going to the field because you have the lovable, fresh-faced young guardy wanting to impress. God love them, the great. Coming up to see, can they stop somebody in a car who might be going somewhere? You know. So, have you, so Joan, have you gone out since last Friday? No, I haven't, except... But you, be, I, you, but you do begrudge the fact that you can't yes, go out. Yes, I tell you, I live in a little cul-de-sac. So I go up and down the six houses, and I do jogging, go up and down it about 50 times within, say... I mean, I can do the mini marathon still in an hour and 15 minutes. But I go up and down, and they wave to me from the houses, good girl, Joan. Now, if I were to get into my car, Nile, and go across the road... Turn left, I'm at a Don's stores. If I don't get out of it and my son puts my shopping in the boot of the car, how am I impending on any other human being? And as you know, Dundalk, Nile, I live just round the corner from Black Rock, the sea. Yes. And I adore the sea. And I would love to go out in my car on my own, look at the sea, come back, not even seeing a cow, a fish, a whale, or anything. The only thing I might so like do you, to... So do you believe... I mean, I can do that, for example. I'm allowed to do that because I'm yeah. under 70, right? So I'm allowed to... If I want yeah. to, I could get into my car, I'd probably drive down and look at the sea if I wanted and to I'm, that, okay? I'm under 100 and I'm fit and healthy. Yeah, I'm not supposed to, by the way. The advice of the government is not to make unnecessary journeys. But in saying that, I could do that and probably get away with it. But you can't because you're over 70 and the government has said strictly we want you to stay at home. And we, you think that's unfair. We are in no category, good, bad, or indifferent. But, do you not, but Joan, do you not understand that when we look at the people that have died, sadly passed away, there's over 100 yeah. people have sadly passed away. Which Where do they get it? Where I, do I, they well, get well, it? Well, hang on, hang on. Thankfully, those yeah. numbers are very low at the moment. And, and let's hope they Thank stay God. that. And let's Thank hope God. they stay yeah. that way, okay? And, and by the way, it's fair to say that many elderly people die on a regular basis of other underlying of conditions. They do. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. And that's fair to say. But you are putting yourself at risk that no matter how fit you feel, Joan, you how are. You, no, no, no. Let me just say, you are okay. in your you are in your eighties, and yeah. your your body at the age of eighty is not as good as it used to be when it was forty it is or fifty. Minus grand, thank you very much. <laughs> your now, body's Nile, your temple. <laughs> Nile, wait till I tell you. Yeah, I am reasonably intelligent. 
I, I, I think you're, no, Joan, I think you're a very intelligent woman. Thank you very much, Niall. Thank you. I know you for 15 years and you haven't changed your mind on that. Good man. Now, Niall, if I walk down the road and say for a story, there's nobody on this particular road, right? Yeah. So say I walk down on the left side on the footpath. Yeah. And say you walk down the right side of the footpath. Yeah. And say nobody approaches me and I don't approach anybody, but two people approach you and you don't keep your distance. You are being careless. Do you think I'm going to be careless? Do you think that if I go around the corner to the field and go into the field and say hello to, to the, the cow, cow yeah. that I am being... No, personally, I don't think you're being careless. And personally, I understand how you feel. But I suppose the guideline is there. It's a general blunt instrument guideline taken into consideration that most 75-year-olds or 81-year-olds like yourself wouldn't be quite as healthy as you. Now, Joan, do me a favour. I have to go for a break, but I want you to stay with me because a lot of people want to come and talk to you as well after the break. And a lot of people may be in the same situation as you. Maybe you're in the same situation as Joan and you feel a little bit hard done by that. You can't go out and look at the sea if you want to look at the sea or go for a little walk uh, outside and get a bit of fresh air. You can do it at your back garden, by the way. But mind you, if you live in a little apartment or a flat, you can't do that, can you? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Is that discrimination and ageist, as Joan is kind of saying as well? Joan, stay with me, because Joan is not very happy about the whole idea of cocooning, but Carl, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Carl? How are you, Niall? Nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you, Carl. You're 68. You're, yeah. not, you're, not, you're not in the cocooning stage of your life yet, but... But I'm, I'm, well, it's probably the, the yob is coming out in me, Niall, but I mean, I'm totally behind the people like that gentleman who said to the copper... <laughs> don't tell me what I can do and what I can't yeah, do at my age. Me. I'm just, well, I'm probably at a stage now where I'm so cheesed off with the whole thing that it, it keeps bringing this yob because every time I listen to your pro and by the way, just on that other issue, when Leo Varaghi, remember you said that Churchill speech type he made? Yes, remember? the cliches, did, did, yeah. He had a kind of, a, he, he, he came, it was like it was enclosed in very small brackets. He actually said, there's going to be a very large bill at the end of all this. Yeah, well, mind you, the first speech he made a week and a half ago now, two weeks nearly, he said this will cost the state about four billion. We're now up to they expect thirty billion. Yeah, and, 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 and no better man at getting the money out of us than Pascal. Yeah, who, who, by the way, he he also did. You notice now every politician has to make a speech and says we're going to come out of it better at the end of it all. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, I, so, I don't understand how they can say that no, when so many can't. people are joined, well, so the, many people are real, and now so many people are going to when when the health situation has been pushed aside and we go from our health to our wealth. I don't know how, how we're going to actually come out of it on, 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 on looking better, but there again, that's... But then policy. they've already mentioned we might, we might have to have a budget at the end of the summer, to, to and that's to obviously bring in extra taxes to pay for all this. But anyway, that's a whole, yeah, anyway, a whole different ballgame. We'll argue with that. No, I, I totally... You know. if, I, if, if that gentleman was out shopping or, and he just got into his car, like, for instance, I've done everything before somebody comes on and has a go at me. I'm washing my hands. I stay... I, there's only the two of us here. I don't go out much, but my wife goes down to the shops... Uh, How old is she? Keeps her distance with 10 years younger than I am. <laughs> All right, good man, yourself. All right. She's a north sider and I live on the south side, so nobody says anything to her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the other thing is, Noel, um, I, I, uh, I, I, um, but, 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 like, taking the dogs out, I mean, I drive them sometimes more than two kilometres to where I walk them, you know, once again, keeping my distance and all. But, I mean, there are a few rules that just, I mean, are, there, you know, are just there to be broken without, without affecting anybody. And I do get a little bit annoyed. I was rang a friend of mine yesterday, another way you're so told, keep in touch with your pals. And this lad, he, like, he separated, he lives on his own. He'd be about 72, 73. And, like, he, he really is, he, he's tremendous with it all, you know? Yeah. I mean, can you understand why, how Joan feels? She said she's 81. Yeah. She 
she's healthy, yeah. fit as a fiddle. And I, I mean, I've just spoken to Jones how many years on the phone. She is as fit as a fiddle. I know That's she right, is. That's right, yeah. You see, a lot, I, a lot of people, Noel, I mean, I, I mean I, I, people, I'm not trying to bold. I don't know about Jones. Jones sounds young and a very, very attractive lady and, and everything. Oh, and that thank gentleman. you. I'm, I'm overhearing him. <laughs> and, and, and the gentleman who rang in, who texts you, and I, once again, yeah. there's a lot of people, you can be 70, Noel, and you might be fitter and have a, a younger a 50 year old. life yeah. than somebody in their 50s. Yeah. If we I mean, Joan parents, is healthier than me. I, well, I, I couldn't run a ladies' mini, mini marathon. I'd be no, on my knees. But now, can I just say to you, I got a great video a while ago. The bins are out all night. Why aren't we, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, it's, it's, I hope I'm not interrupting that lovely gentleman. You see, if this goes on for any length of time, that's when it hits you. Do you understand, now? Yes, yes. Because the vital days and weeks would be taken out of your life. Now, no, please don't, please don't think that I'm disregarding all those lovely, lovely people who've been ill, who are gone to heaven. We all have all our friends. We have them all. I fully understand. I'm obeying all the rules. I and I just want to add well, you're to this. Not, you're, not, well, you're not really. You're kind of going for a walk. You're going no, outside. I'm not going for you're a walk. You're going out to your cul-de-sac, aren't you? And you're no, running. I'm not. Outside my front door, Nile. I know, but it's a private road. It's only four but houses. But, but according to the rules, you're not even supposed to do that. Oh, don't be silly. No, I'm Joan. I'm not giving out to you. I'm just saying. Like. Yeah, but there's nobody on the road. It's empty. Like, how could there be anybody beside me? I'm in a cul-de-sac in Dundalk. Do you know the end of the avenue road? Yeah, yeah. Well, Ma- well Maliki, by the way, texts in because I think Maliki's up around Betty's Town somewhere. And he said, if you want to, at night, he's only across the bay. He'll shine a flashlight over to you. <laughs> I'll do that. And if he has a boat, I'll jump into it. Right? He, has, he has actually does have a boat. Has actually. He? Yeah. And a speed boat of that, right. Now, I'll wait till I tell yeah, you, and the gentleman, I just want to say before we all go batty, what about the bats in China? Nobody's talking about them. And I have a great, great friend of mine who goes to China normally every year for about four months. And the fact that the Chinese now are top of the pops because they're charging the world for the help they're giving. When I've been talking to people, including my nephew, who is involved in all of this in a big way around the world. And what's coming back to him is that this virus was around in countries before the Chinese said anything about it. Well, there, there is lots of different theories in relation to that as to how long it's been around and where it originated from. But the point is, it's with us, and I suppose we have to deal with yeah. it. Now, let me, so let me get back to, to what we're talking about. So, Pat, yeah. you, well, stay there, Carl, as well. Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Pat? Oh, how you doing? Uh, Pat, do you believe that Joan, and well, Carl is only 68, but he understands why this gentleman who wrote me the email and Joan feel the way they feel? Um, well, to be honest with you, I think people, um, well, I'm not too far off myself, to be honest with you, I'm 60 now. But I think anyone, I think people that are being reckless. Plus that they reckless? Need to be out there, yes. They also need to be setting an example to other people. I mean, people look up to it. Like, okay, so if Joan went down okay. and if Joan, well, well, yeah, no, no, hang on a second, no, Joan, no, hang on. No, if Joan jumped in her car, no, would she no, be reckless? I'd like to make another point. Yeah. I'd like to make another point before this goes on. Right? Because oh. I want you to tell you where I'm coming from. Okay. And it's not a, not a, a, a some sort of a killjoy. I was looking at the news there a while back and just seeing the whole situation in Italy where they had to decide 
there's so many people. Triage, yes. Yeah, they yeah. had to make a decision to allow older people to die. Yeah. They couldn't treat them. And this is the problem. You know what I mean? No, I, and, and look, hang I on, John. To a doctor yeah. about this. And the, the basic thing that needs to be done, Noel, and this is a problem as well, the bull should have been taken by the hands of day one. This place should have went into lockdown for a month. A month. Mm-hmm. Sure lockdown. End of story. Because what's happening now is, very simple, and people don't seem to be, to be at the grasp this. You <laughs> have the virus, okay? You've got the virus, and you've, you've, you're okay. You, you feel okay. You go out and about. You give it to someone else. Uh, uh, say you're into about four or five days, or maybe ten days of it even. You haven't got rid of it. You're cured. That person then carries on that cycle. And this is what's going to happen. This is the biggest problem. This this is just going to keep going and going until there's a lockdown. No, no way should he say well, 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 well. into this country. There's no way Chelton should have been an out go ahead. And this whole thing about, you're talking about Leo Varadkar with the money, talking about we're going to have to pay back billions. There's no such problem when it came to the bankers and, and bailing out the bankers. The money was there and that was it. No matter where they Yeah, but the people, the people paid it back for, yeah, but the pe- taxpayers paid it back for the next six years. But I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying in, in relation to where we are now, we've been paying that money back. We went through austerity, a uh, serious austerity for six or seven years. And we will continue to do so. And even though we've had this semblance of prosperity to some people, that's still there. That debt is still an underlying thing. We're still paying the interest on the interest of that. Okay, well, let's, I, I don't want to get into that. We've talked about all that to the cows that come home over the last two weeks. I've yeah. heard in the poem because Joe no, was talking about cows. Are no, but getting, getting back to elderly people, can you understand why a healthy 71-year-old or 76-year-old or Joe in 81 no. says, I don't agree with this, I want to go for a walk? No, I can understand 100%. I, I can, I can advertise... You don't be stuck in. You're staying in life for every every moment of your life is more precious anyway. And you want to get out and about. But the whole thing is no point. You look like, you know, you've been lying in a hospital bed, dying. Dying. No, no, you know, and you'll be looking about and saying, good morning, you're staying in. Didn't need to go for that walk. Yeah, well, okay, well, let, Joan, is that a good point? Yeah. You didn't need to go for the walk. You know, I mean, Joan, and I'm not, being, I'm not being bad. You're 81 years of age. You know, unless you're going to be a world record breaker, we all know, I mean, we're dying from the day we're born, for God's sake. So we know you're closer to that point in life, right? And, and, and I just want to be respectful to you, right? So every day is important to you. So the point Pat's making is, you know, you, when you're lying in the morgue, or you're lying in ICU, and thinking, why did I go for that walk? Or why did I go down to Dunstores? You know what I mean? Niall, please listen again. You're missing the point and emphasising the wrong point like the other guy that's with you. I have not broken a rule. I have not been to the shops. I am absolutely happy that I'm keeping the rules. But what I'm talking about is around the corner which by the time you say hello, goodbye, my car would go round the corner with a beautiful view of the sea in Black Rock. I'm not getting out of my car. I have no human communication. And I would like to see the sea because I love the sea. I have no human being to give any germ to or they to me. Do you understand that? We're not okay. talking okay. about the whole... No, no, this is important. We're not talking about 
all of the people. We're talking of individuals. What we're making the mistake is they're categorizing they're categorizing too many people in groups. The individual is a human being, not treated fairly even though they have intelligence. Okay. Okay, well, well, hang on, John. Pat, I, I get, I get, I get the point she's making. That decision she's making. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I get the point she's making. I understand the rules. And she's abiding by the rules, right? But I get the point that she's making. She's 81 years of age. She's saying, what harm is it if she gets into her car on her own and drives a half mile up the road to Blackrock Beach up there in Dundalk and sits and looks at the sea for a half an hour and goes back home? She's not doing any harm to anybody. No, you understand that, you know, in an ideal world, that's, that's a great situation to be able to deal with. It's fine. You know, and then you might as well make the argument for anybody. Oh, no, I, I understand it's a blunt like, instrument rule. Oh, no, I, I know I get that. Now that is interesting. Would you say that to a man? No, no, excuse me. Would you say that to a man? Would you say it on any other ca- occasion? That was on the Joe Duffy no, show. Yeah, no, 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 no I, I don't think I don't think he's making this a sexist thing, now, Joe. In no, fairness, this is an age thing. This is well, not. No, I, I was, okay. The point he's making is: what would happen if you got into an accident and then an ambulance had to be called and then there's medics who have to work on you and you know and he, I suppose. Well, I say what Miley used to say, holy God, because every day of the week on the law of averages, you are now frightening people of any age who will have an accident. They've no room to treat them, no bed to treat them, and to choose a 10-minute drive out of your life to actually put the emphasis on an accident is so... Awful that you don't understand okay. the individual, not okay. the group. Okay, okay, well, sorry. Well, go on, Pat. Pat, go on, go on. What do you want to say? Did I, 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 Pat, I get what she's saying, and I, 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 I mean, what happens? Yeah, I mean, look at you know, we could all say you know, it could be run over by a bus tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean but that's not the point. There's any way the circumstances here. We're talking about. I'm not defending people people breaking the rules, by the way. I don't. I don't want people this to think I'm defending rules. anybody breaking the no, rules. This is, this is, you know, this is an unprecedented situation. Though. This is something that's not something we're used to. It's not going to, hopefully we never have to go through this again. And as soon as we book it down... Hang on, John. Hang on, John. The sooner okay, we're going to get over me. it and through it. Come back to me. What's the problem? Okay. Yeah, people, go on. Ultimately, no, what needs to be done, if we wanted to get out of this situation in a month, we need to lock everything down for a month. That's it. And the virus will take its toll. But I, listening to the experts this morning, I, I, you know, I heard a very logical man talking about the fact that you can't lock everything down, that you can try your best. And if we can get 80 to 90 percent compliance, that will work and that will be enough to slow it down. Because, as, of course, you can't stop a virus. All you can do is make people immune to it or you can have herd immunity or you can have vaccines, but you can't actually stop it. OK, you can't take it out of the air. So the point is, is that we're trying to slow down the amount of people who get it at one time. And Joan is kind of making a point that she's not putting anybody at risk by going out in her car and sitting looking at the waves. You understand that situation? You know, uh, I couldn't fault that. I couldn't. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I know. I know. By the way, Joan, making a point that it's not personally. He doesn't want to personally attack you. But no, no, no. But can so I make Joan. a point? Yeah. Uh, I would say to that gentleman if he's driving, or I would say to you, Niall, if you're driving, no, oh my God, Niall, no. don't have an accident because you're allowed the freedom of your age to be out. But you're no different. You are being allowed the freedom. So I would say to all of you, at whatever age you are, please do not do your shopping. You're going to have a crash. 
That's exactly how it equates to. Okay, well, we'll stay there, both of you. Let me just, uh, I want to go to, um, I, I don't want people to get be getting all angry today. Maureen, you're on Classic Kids. How do you do, Maureen? Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Maureen. What would you like to say? Uh, well, I'm not yet 70, but close. Okay. Um, I really understand and am concerned that those over 70 have hard times going for a walk because I think nature is very healing and that builds the immune system. Yep. Whereas stress doesn't do a lot of good for the immune system. But my own logic is that I have to be very, very careful because I don't understand the transmission. The experts do. And and my thought was what what helps me is I remind myself that at my age, if I get sick, I'm more likely to require an ICU bed. And if I'm using that bed, somebody else may not be able to have one. And so I'm thinking about my use of the medical resources in an emergency. And I would feel I don't think I could live with if somebody was denied an ICU bed because I happen to be in it. If I could prevent that. And the only way you believe you can prevent that is by not going outside your door. If, if you were over 70, yeah, I mean. If I were 70. I, go, I do go for a walk, but when I go for a walk, I go at a time where maybe families are not walking. Um, I'm well, very well, yeah, the, the, but the, but the point Joan is making is, I mean, how, can I ask Maureen how old you are? I'm 69. Okay, so you're a year away from 70. So if, if you were a year older, this rule would apply to you and you yes. wouldn't be allowed to go for your walks, right? right? Now, realistically, you know, there's 72-year-olds and 73-year-olds, no disrespect to you, who are healthier than you out there. Just like of they're course. probably healthier than me too, by the way, right? And their argument is, well, you know, by putting an age on it, you're putting, you're categorizing people. And you're saying, well, hold on for a second, we're treating you in society differently because of an age. Well, and I, because I don't understand the transmission. And, and the, the hard part is when you're dealing with an emergency, is there anything you can do other than categorize? But you're taking you know, all the precautions. You're, you're 69, so you're very conscious of the fact you're 69, and I'm sure you're avoiding contact with people. You're, you're, yeah. you know, you're walking across the road if somebody's coming in the direction, or you're keeping your distance. So you're doing all those things to prevent you from getting it, right? Right. Joan is saying the same thing. I'm only going to get into my car. I'm only going to drive down to the beach and stare at the beach and stare at the waves and drive back to my house again. What, de- what risk am I to anybody? And I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't make a judgment about what Joan wants to do at all. You know, I, I really wouldn't make a judgment on that because I don't know what kinds of risks they took into consideration or why they chose that age. Um, well, they chose that age based on the median age that people were ending up on ICU. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And I think when you're in a situation like this, you don't have the resources to take individual health into account. All you've got are the statistics that say who is most likely to end up in the ICU. Niall. Yes, Joan. My nephew, who I said is studying it around the world, and he's told me there will be victims in every story that we meet in life. And the story we meet in life is if I put 20 people across O'Connell Street from aged four to 100, who predicts who will not be able to walk 200 yards? Because the scenario that's coming about now is that we are under suspicion 
that if I go down the road and I keep to the rules of the road, I'm not even looking to go down the road, I'm looking to go across a tube feet that it's your car. I am, and if I am doing that, there will be at least a minimum of three to my right and to my left who normally don't bother to keep to the rules, but because of their age, they can dilly-dally with the rules, whereas I, at my age, will be a thousand percent making myself safe and those I dare to walk near safe. This is, I believe, a trend also, and I mean it in its really proper way. And I've heard this from a lot of top people who are in the financial end of life, and they've said that the government will overdo what I'm kind of talking about to you today in order to make it a reason that there'll be less finance to be paid out in the future. We will have to go through the process of sadness and all of this, but we'll also go through the process of the financial awfulness that will hit, which they won't be able possibly, although I think they're doing a super job, cope with. Okay, but but hang on. There's lots more people want to come on. Maureen, I do get the point you're making, Maureen. And, I, you know, I, as much as I agree, or I, of course, I have an obligation as a broadcaster to, to tell people to abide by those rules. I do understand the frustration Joan has. And I do understand what you're saying too, Maureen. And I know at 69, Maureen, you have to be obviously conscious. You know, even me at 56, I, I'm very conscious of how many people on a daily basis I want to interact with. You know, and I'm very conscious of keeping well away from people if I have to go to a shop to get a slice pan or a, a loaf of bread or, or some milk or whatever it is. I'm very conscious of it at 56 because, of course, at 56, I'm at risk, some level of risk too, right. rather than at the 25-year-old. And, and, and I wouldn't make any judgment about what Joan is saying. All I would say is I wish that the, that the people over 70 could go for a walk, you know, because I do think it, Enhances health. Okay, yeah. I, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. But stay there a second. Let me just go to Bernie. Bernie, you're on Classic Hits. Adrian Bernie. Hi, Niall. How are you today? I, I agree with Joan completely. Um, she, sh- she is 81. She's a fit 81 year old. She should be entitled to go for a walk. She's not doing anyone any harm. She's a very intelligent lady. She knows exactly what the risks are, and she knows what every everybody else is talking about. I've seen people in their 30s and 40s who I know have just recovering from cancer, and they're out and about. And, you know, they're not being told by the guards to go home. Well, according to the, the government advisory, people who are over the age of 70 or who are vulnerable, i.e. those who have a, 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 an immune system to be compromised or those who might have, you know, um, a cancer treatment or any other person who's in that situation or considers themselves at high risk should cocoon, according to the government. <laughs> But the 70-year-old, that man who wrote in the email, was 78 years of age, if I'm correct, or 76. 76, he was out driving in his car. Yeah, so he's entitled to drive. If he's not with anyone, he's on his own, his family are far away. He's lonely. He needs to get out and about for his mental health. He's entitled to go for a walk. Even in, I live in the country, so I can't talk for the city. But down here, there's plenty of walks that we can go on that you meet nobody or that you can walk along and just, you know, walk into the village that there's hardly anyone there. And you can take your time outside well, the well, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure that if you live, you know, in the middle of nowhere in rural Ireland and you've got a couple of acres of land, um, you know, you can go for a walk. 
um, you know, up the old roads or whatever, if there's no one around and no one's going to complain about you, I'm pretty sure you could probably do that and get away with it. But, and I'm sure there are people doing it. But I think there's an element of common sense. Uh, and, and I think the argument is, well, if you fell on that road, and this is the point that Pat was making earlier on, and no, Joan doesn't necessarily agree, you know, somebody has to come to your aid. But you're right, Paul, and I'm, I'm 61. If I fell, wouldn't I be in the same predicament? I have autoimmune diseases, the same as, you know, and I keep to myself. I'm putting people at risk too. But I have a mask, I have gloves, I take precautions like everybody else. So you're, <laughs> what you're saying is we can only limit the risk so much without taking away people's liberty to some extent. Yeah, like the, the age groups, should, they shouldn't be categorising people into ages. People are sensible, they're highly intelligent. The people in their 70s and 80s have lived through far worse times than we even have any, any idea about. They're here. And they're very intelligent and they're very bright people and they've taught and struggled through these things in the past and got over them. And they're very bright. And I take, my, I take my, st- my, my rules from them more than I would take it from Leah Radker because those people have survived much worse crisis than we have. Niall. Yes, Joan. Uh, sorry, pardon me for interrupting. Bernie, you're a lovely lady. Thank you so much for just understanding. Wait till I tell you, I'm a very cheerful person. I'm not growling. I'm pointing out something because I just want to point out two things, if I may. By the way, I'll give you a joke first. Two fellas in jail. One says to the other, what are you doing in jail? He said, I walked like twice in the day. I wasn't meant to, he said. He said it was. <laughs> right. Now, Niall, wait till I tell you. The coldest sack we have a big, large garden that nobody walks up it because it's a cul-de-sac and the only things that come up are the bin lorries and the private cars and it's four houses. So we've got to get that right into people's heads. I've never broken a rule of this in my life. I'm getting... Well, it's only since Friday anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, but, but, but Joan, can I ask you a straight question? Do you, do you think it's ageist? Going longer. Is it, is it ageist? It is because we don't know no more than any other good people out there of all ages how long it's going on for. And it's the fear that you could be in your house for a long time because they said it now could go on much longer, the cocooning. Now, that is not normal in normal society, despite the abnormality of this illness. But it will remind me of those before me that were there in the war time. Okay, no, no, I get, I get it. And, and, and the point you're making is, if you were told it's only for two weeks, most people could live with that. But the point you're making is, because there's, it's unending and there is no end in sight as such, and we don't have an end in sight as such, that, you know, for some people that's going to be very difficult. And stay there with me, Bernie, and I understand all that. And Louise, you're on Classic Kids. Aiden, Louise. Hello. No. Uh, Louise, you know, I mean, I get the point Joan is making, but the rules is the rules. And, and I suppose it is for Joan's protection that the government brought in that rule. That's what a lot of people are saying. But she believes, well, you know, it's no harm for me to jump in the car and go down and look at the beach. Yes. Um, well, I was going to talk about the beach first, but since you mentioned the rules, I'll talk about them first. First of all, the rules are, have been made by a government that we haven't voted in. We have actually got no government at the moment. There was no, there's no uh, national consensus about these rules. And since they apply specifically and drastically to people over 70, uh, our, our, our age group weren't uh, consulted, Age Action or Alone or any of these organisations, as far as I know, weren't asked how th- these rules would affect us or how they might depress us or make us ill. How old are you, how old are you Louise? Are you I, I'm over 70. I'm okay. not going to say exactly. Okay, but that's, I'm that's over fine. 70. You don't have to tell me exactly, but you're over 70. All right, okay. 
Yeah, but I, I was going to say I could identify very much with that lady from Black Rock. I live about three miles from the sea, and recently I have driven down in my car, hermetically sealed, nobody in it, and I've driven down and parked on the beach and looked at the sea. And I've come from a maritime background, a Kerry maritime background myself, and I just love the sea. Mm. And I can't see anything wrong with that, and I, I think it's cruel to ask people like her and me and anybody else who who loves the outdoors not to enjoy it and uh, not to trust them to be careful about how they enjoy it. Yeah, because from your own point of view, I'm, I'm assuming that you would make sure that you're safe because, you know, you know it's a risk to you, you know, as, as somebody over the age of 70, yes, a senior well, citizen. I've been walking around my own area too, up, up an avenue and uh, in the middle of the road in my own area and I haven't been near anybody and nobody has been near me. Mm-hmm. But another point I want to make, Niall, and I think this is very important, like this uh, picking on older people, people over 70, and, and putting them apart from society uh, is, is strange. When you consider that people are coming into this country every day on airplanes and boats, and they're getting into their cars, their buses, or their trains, and they're going out and mingling among the community, and nobody has asked anything of them or checked them. I mean, when you say picking on people over 70, the government would turn around and they would answer that, but say, we're not picking, we're protecting. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing that they ask of me is protecting me. I'm mm. well able to protect myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Bernie, would you accept that as an answer? Yes, I do. I- do you, do you think it's picking on people over 70? I, I, I would have thought the government would argue that it, we're trying to protect people over 70 because, <laughs> they're, because they're the ones, sadly, who are passing away. No, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, all age groups are passing away. The median age is up to between when, 55 and 60. Mm. And like people in nursing homes... No, home well, no it's not. Passed. The median age The median age of people dying is over the age of Neil, 70. Neil, yeah. the stats are being, uh, are being um, contrived in many places. Like, I, 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 was re- I was reading an article about stats today. And um, so the, for instance, in London, it's the 40 age group. But, uh, no, that's the age general, of people getting That's the age. No, let's clarify the stats. The 40 age group is the age group of people actually getting the virus. Right. The people who are dying, sadly, the majority of people are dying are over the age of 70. Okay. I'm not, 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 not going to. I don't think Louise Rogg going to argue about that. That's a fact. Yeah, okay, but no, I, I can only hear one person at a time. Sorry, sorry. Let me just Louise respond to that. Sorry. Yeah. Can, can I finish? With, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, no, I, I have I have become aware that sometimes in some countries, and I'm not saying it's happening here, and I'm not saying it's not happening here, but in some countries. Uh, somebody might go into hospital who has been diagnosed with the virus or maybe hasn't even gone into hospital and they have heart problems and they die of a heart attack. Yes. But because the, somebody has been looking at them in connection with the virus, it's put down. Of course, and I'm, I'm agreeing that that is happening. Yes, that yes. is without a shadow of that happening. And I know health experts have, have actually talked about this, that people with other serious underlying conditions who most likely were going to pass away anyway, but because they happen to have COVID-19, it is put down as a death related to COVID-19. I understand that. So we can't not. really trust whether we are being manipulated or not. Okay, all right. Okay, I don't want to get into a whole conspiracy theory, but I do agree with what you said, Louise. Uh, there are figures that, that you know are being manipulated in some way. That, you know, but I think, look, it's fair to say it's a very dangerous virus that puts a lot of our lives at risk, particularly those who are elderly, and it puts their lives at risk more than anybody else's because sadly they are the ones um, who won't survive it. Uh, well, many of them won't survive it. Many of them will, by the way. A 95-year-old man came out of hospital yesterday in Italy um, and had just survived 
survived the virus. There was a woman in uh, the UK, she was over 100 and she survived the virus. So there are elderly people who do survive it and come out of ICU. Let me go to Conrad as well. Conrad, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Conrad? Yeah, hello. How are you? Conrad, you're uh, in Poland. Every, or you're saying in Poland, everything was shut down early and they have less cases than Ireland right now with a much larger population. So everybody just needs to stay in. I am in Ireland physically, but of yeah. course, because I'm Polish, I'm reading a lot of information what's happening in Poland. So the main thing is that the government decided to close everything. Uh, I mean, the airport are closed, the uh, roads are closed. I mean, uh, they're checking who's driving where. And there is more strict condition than, than we have in Ireland. And uh, one of the ladies who were saying before said something that we should close the airports in Ireland. Yes. And to be honest, she is completely right. We are Ireland. So the basic thing is to close flights, to close any ships, anything. And I'm pretty sure within two weeks we're going to kill this virus. It's, it's, it's impossible to, to spread it if... if if nobody knew it was coming in, yes. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I did mention that earlier on that, you know, we have a number of flights coming into Ireland every single day. Now, people are being asked who come in on flights to quarantine for 14 days, but nobody's following up to see if they're actually doing that. Um, yeah. Okay, but so you're saying, what about what Joan is saying? You know, she's 81 years of age, she's very healthy, and she says, what's the harm in me going out in my car and, you know, looking at the beach? I've think she should follow the rules to be honest i'm really sorry for her but she should follow the rules and this is for for everyone's good um i'm i'm happy that she's in good condition but she has to think about the neighbors she has to think about uh, i'm in the car future weeks. she's in her car she said she's in her car i'm in the car the neighbors haven't been in the car now, okay, very, well, very, very quickly, John, I, I have to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, go on, you can, you can respond very, to that. It's a very important line. Go on, I'm 30 seconds. Go on, go on. The people who died from flu in this country over the years outweighs the number who are dying from corona. At the moment, the at the moment. are not giving us back statistics. Well, I think Leo Riker did mention that last week that on a bad flu season, we could lose up to six to to 800 people. And, and yes, the numbers of people who have died of coronavirus hasn't out, gone past that yet. But thankfully, as many people haven't got the, the coronavirus, has get the flu on a regular basis. So I think if we saw the numbers of people who got the flu every year and we had the same got the coronavirus, I think we'd see probably a lot more deaths. And it is just another virus to contend with that we don't need. And I think that's the point that he's making. And Leo did mention the flu last week actually it wasn't that nobody's mentioning it real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits